So the truth is, what I've found is that more information is not the solution to problems. It's not the answer to reaching goals. It's actually the problem. I'm Liam Naden, and welcome to my podcast, Let Yourself Off The Hook. As someone who has studied success for decades, I have found the formula for achieving your dreams and goals, and it's all to do with how you use your brain. Each week on my show, I will provide you with the tools, resources, and expertise to utilize your brain to its ultimate potential, and remove the barriers to your success. And as you will discover, true success in every area of your life only comes when you let yourself off the hook. Have you ever had the feeling that searching for more and more information, trying to find the answers to a problem, trying to find the best thing to do to reach a goal, have you ever felt yourself spending all that time and energy and effort doing that and not feeling that you're getting any closer to solving the problem or achieving your goal? In fact, have you felt really that no matter how much information you gather, you're still struggling? And if anything, it's making you more confused. And every now and then a new idea comes along or you maybe hear from somebody or you you see something and you think, maybe that has the answer. Maybe I need to find out about, maybe I'll find the solution down there. So you go down that track and maybe you do another course or you read another book or you subscribe to another YouTube channel, thinking, maybe I'll find the answer here. But despite all of the hope and the promises and your determination to learn more and find the solution, you never really get there. You've still got the problem. Or maybe if you solve the problem, you find a lot more things show up. And life becomes this endless cycle of dealing with problems, being stressed, and overall being frustrated because you never really get to the place you're looking to get to. You never really get to that point where you feel in control of your life, where problems aren't bothering you, where you're really feeling alive and doing what you love to do. Well, it turns out there's actually a biological reason why more information doesn't actually help you. And that's what we're going to cover in this this episode today. You know, I spent many years, decades in fact, of my life searching for the answers to problems and gathering more and more information. And it took me down so many different paths and into so many different areas. Religion, I studied the Bible, I studied religious ideas on, on how to solve problems, which is really what it comes down to how, to, how to create a happy life. I studied spiritual practices, other other than religion, other spiritual practices, meditation, different forms and techniques of of using your brain, using your mind, using your body. And I also did lots of seminars on self-help and self-improvement, motivation, goal setting, rewiring your brain, changing your beliefs, doing all these sorts of things. But I never really got to the point where I overcame all my problems. In fact, my life was full of problems and stress. And I kept gathering all of this information. And eventually it got to the point where I thought, well, problems and stress, that's just the natural way of life. That's what success, that's what comes with success. But in my mid-40s, I lost everything and I became homeless. And I thought one of the things that really puzzled me was 
why did this happen to me? Because I have all the information. I know how to be successful. I know how to set goals. I know how to use my brain, how to change my beliefs. I know how to be motivated. And I have tons of motivation and determination. I know all of those things, but here I am. Something's happened that should never have happened. I've lost everything. Well, the funny thing was, what happened to me after that was I decided subconsciously that I was going to give up. I was not going to look anymore. I was not going to go searching for information because I thought, this is all a waste of time. I just give up. It hasn't worked for me. And the really strange thing is that when I gave up, when I gave up looking for information, when I gave up chasing after success, that's when success happened. That's when my life became so much better than it had ever become. And it's when I got rid of my stress and problems and started to do what I really love to do and feel like I was truly being the person I'm designed to be. So when that started to happen to me, and when the problems and stress went away in my life, and really amazing things started to happen, I started to ask myself, what's going on? This is not about my searching for information. Instead of me chasing after success, looking for more, and trying to gather more and more knowledge and information, and trying to find the answers to things, they were, things were just showing up. Good things were showing up. So I thought, I need to find out what's going on. What's the difference between getting all this information and not knowing anything and things, things working? And what I discovered is that it all comes down to a different way that we actually use this machinery, that this thing that we have called our brain. And how we use our brain has a lot to do with the way we collect and use information. Now, if you really think about it, if you're really honest, and can I just say, I'm committed to being, to finding the truth and to being honest. And a lot of what I've discovered goes against accepted general belief as being true. And one of the things, for instance, that's accepted as true is that you have to struggle and you have to work hard to achieve success and to be happy. And in previous episodes of the podcast, remember we've talked about stress and struggle aren't a natural part of life. They're not a part of the natural world. We're not designed to actually have problems. So the truth is, what I've found is that more information is not the solution to problems. It's not the answer to reaching goals. It's actually the problem. More information is not the solution. It's the problem. And we'll explain why that is in this episode. But when you think about it, look at society today, the world around us, people. There's never been more information. We've never known more about everything. And it's never been more available to all of us. We can instantly find the answer to literally any question we ask with a push of a button. But at the same time as we have more information than ever before, it seems like we have more problems, stress and unhappiness in the world than ever before as well. And you only need to look at the statistics on the usage of antidepressant medications or even illegal, if you like, drugs and substances, all designed to help people stop being so unhappy. We're dealing with record levels of unhappiness. And yet we should know how to be happy more than any time in history. So what's going on? Well, you might think, well, maybe the two aren't related. Maybe what the solution to all the unhappiness and stress not only with other people, but think about yourself. 
Are you thinking, well, the answer, the solution to my unhappiness is really, I don't know enough. I need to gather more information. There are certain things I don't know about what would make my life work, what would help me achieve that goal, what would help me solve that problem, what would help eliminate problems from my life and get me to where I want to be. It's just things I don't know. That's the problem. I need to gather more information. I need to find out. And when I say you don't need more information, and in fact, more information is the problem, it's the cause of your problems, not the solution, you're probably thinking, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. And maybe one of your, and maybe one of your objections is, but hang on, more information is good. You know, we have so much that benefits our society. All of, all of the things that we have that, are, that, that have advanced our society have been the result of, of more information, of learning more. And that is true. But the fact is that it's not the amount of information that we have, it's how that information is used. That's what is important. And the second thing I often hear from people is, but hang on, everybody knows that the more information you have, in other words, the more you know, the more successful you, you will be. And we all hear these stories, you know, I've read stories that say things like, well, there have been, there's been research done or studies done, or, or someone's just come up with the idea that wealthy people read more and they know more and they're committed to learning. Well, when I started to look into that and really examine that as an idea, because I'd heard, you know, if you want, you know, learners are earners, readers are leaders. We've heard all these things and we have this idea that the way to be wealthy and successful is you have to have a library of books and you have to read all these great books because that's what we're told that successful people do. But when I really researched that idea, when I really looked into it beyond just taking it at face value, I discovered it's not true. That wealthy people not only don't necessarily read more or learn more or know more, they're no more intelligent than anyone else. Because if you really think about it, if your success in life and your financial wealth was based on learning and knowing more, then why aren't all of the university professors around the world, and no disrespect to university professors, but why aren't they rich, richer than anyone else? And when I was at university and I looked around my professors, wonderful people, they knew a lot, but they weren't any more successful, they weren't any happier, and they certainly weren't richer or wealthier than anyone else that I knew. So that's not actually true either. You don't become a multimillionaire by getting more information. But probably the main question you're asking yourself at this point is, okay, Liam, so if I don't learn how to reach my goals, if I don't gather more information, how do I reach my goals? How do I solve my problems? I need to find out how to do it, surely. What else is there? What else can I do? Well, there is another approach, and it's a far more effective approach than just going out and gathering in for more information. And it comes actually from understanding how your brain works and how you use information and the effect it has and the result it gives you in your life. Now, you'll recall if you've listened to previous episodes that everything in life, including you, is governed by nature. We're all ruled by natural laws. There's the law of gravity, which means no matter what you think, you're going to fall down if you go out a 10-story building. And there are biological laws surrounding you and your physical body and all living creatures on the planet. And the most important thing is that we're all governed by this law which says our purpose is to survive. 
all biological life is designed to survive, to strive to survive. And the way, of course, life does that is by striving to be the best that it can be. The strongest, healthiest, most resourceful, most adaptive, so that it has the greatest chance for survival. And every living thing has a mechanism that's designed to bring that about. And it's called the brain. Everything has a brain designed to make sure you're the best that you can be so that you have the greatest chance for your survival. And for humans, that doesn't mean just being the best we can be physically. It means being the best mentally and emotionally, including feeling good. And problems aren't a natural part of life. And the reason they're not a natural part of life is because they don't help you survive. They actually harm you. They weaken you. Problems. And problems are simply a sign that this machine that's designed to make sure we don't have problems, somehow it's not being used the right way. And that's why problems show up. So the way the brain is designed to work is that you have one of two mental and emotional states. Two parts of your brain that you activate to do different things. Firstly, you have what I call your creative brain. And this is designed to ensure that you are at the best that you can be, living your biological purpose, giving you the greatest chance for survival. So that means without problems, without stress, feeling happy, feeling good, feeling clear in your thinking, doing the right things, making the right decisions, taking the right actions, knowing what you should be doing in every moment and everything falling into place in your life so that you can just be happy be resourceful and be the best that you can be. But the only time you're not supposed to feel like that, the only time you're not supposed to feel really good and excited by life and, and being the best you can be, is when you need to fight off a threat to your survival. Something that's a danger that might come along and it might harm you or even kill you. And for that, you have a tool, a weapon, which is called your fight-flight-freeze response, where you're no longer feeling the best that you can be, but you're diverting your energy to react to protect yourself from an immediate threat or danger. And the way those two mental states operate is through your feelings. So when you're feeling good and when life is going well, that's when you're using your natural creative brain. You're in your natural creative state. But when you're feeling stressed, afraid and worried, you're in a reactive state. And that's when you activate this other part of your brain. And of course, the problem is that instead of using that part maybe once or twice in your life when you have a, a real threat to your survival, you're using it a lot of the time during the day. And when you do that, you block off your creative brain, which is also the part that has all the answers to solving your problems. One way to understand this or, or think about it is to realize you've actually got two people, two personalities inside of you at the same time. Now, one is like a wise old man. He's calm, he's confident, and above all, he's wise. He knows all of the right things that need to be done at every moment to ensure that you live the best life possible. He's like a loving father, if you like. Sometimes the word God is used to describe this particular person. So he knows exactly what you need to be the best that you can be. And if you trust this person, He'll not only show you what you need to do in every moment, but he'll make sure that you do it because he also will motivate you to actually take the right actions and avoid taking the wrong actions that are only going to mess things up in your life and create problems. 
So there's that person there to guide you to be the best that you can be. But there's another person that you have in your brain, and this is the warrior. This is the one who you call upon on very rare occasions to fight a danger that comes into your life. So a lion comes running out through the forest in ancient times, of course. And instead of the wise old man, he's not designed to protect you from that. He doesn't have the, the what's necessary to protect you from a lion coming at you. So that's when you need a warrior. And you need a strong, young, teenage boy who's got big muscles so he can fight off that lion. And he's got fast, strong legs so he can run away from the lion. But here's the thing. He's only trained to do that job, which is to fight or run away. He doesn't know the answers to your problems. He doesn't know what the wise old man knows. But of course, the wise old man, when the lion appears and the, and the young warrior boy is out, appears, the, the old man, he, he, he's not there. He's not helpful in that situation, so he's not going to be there. But this young boy, all he knows is how to fight or run away. He doesn't have the experience or the knowledge or the wisdom for anything else. That's not what he's there for. Why would he? He doesn't need that information. He doesn't need to know anything else. He just needs to know how to fight and run. So the question is, who would you rather ask for the solution to a problem or to know what your goals should be in your life or what you should do to achieve your goals or what you should do to be happy, to be fulfilled, what your life purpose is? Would you ask that boy or would you ask the wise old man? But every time you feel fear, stress, worry and anxiety, what you really do is you're calling in that warrior, that young boy and saying, get rid of a danger, run my life for now. And you're putting the old wise old man out of the picture. And of course, the way to know which one of these people, the wise old man or the young warrior, to know which one of them is running your life in any moment is to look at your feelings. If you feel calm, trusting, certain, confident, loving, grateful. That's the wise old man running your life. But if you're stressed, worried, afraid, don't know what's going to happen, frustrated, anxious, that's the teenage boy, that's the warrior running your life. All right, so maybe you're thinking, well, what's this got to do with gathering more information? Well, here's the thing. If you've got that teenage warrior boy in your life, and you're asking him for the answers, what's he going to tell you? First off, he's going to say to you, I don't know the answer. If you come to me and say, what should your goals be? Or how do you solve a particular problem? I don't know the answer. I'm just a boy who's here, got big muscles, strong legs. I'm here to fight. I, I, I don't know. Have the answer. I'm sorry, I can't help you. But you get frustrated and you say, you've, you've got to show me the answer. You've got to tell me. Come on, we've got to find this answer. And the young boy thinks, warrior, uh, okay, well, I'll do my best. So I'll go and struggle and I'll find some more information. I'll try and learn something, learn something new and try and, and I'll try harder and harder to get more information. And I'll struggle harder and harder. And you keep saying to the, the boy, the, the warrior, you haven't found me the answer yet. Where is it? Come on, what should my goals be? What do I need to do? And the, and the, boy, the boy is saying, Okay, I'll keep looking. I'll keep trying to find it. I mean, doesn't that sound a bit ridiculous to do that? It does, doesn't it? When you've got the wise old man there, just around the corner, out of the picture when that warrior's there, because the wise old man, he's not necessary 
to be there in, in that situation. But the wise old man's thinking, why doesn't he just ask me? I, can, I, I know exactly what he wants to do, what he needs to do with his life. Why doesn't he just ask me? Stop asking that, that warrior who, who doesn't know and will never know the answer. And the way you ask is with your feelings. Because that activates a different part of your brain that shuts down, sends the little boy away, says everything's okay, I don't need you at the moment, I don't need a warrior. And the wise man appears and, and gives you everything you need to know. And this is the, really the point when it comes to information. When you have the wise old man running your life, when you are in your natural creative state using your creative brain, you will get exactly the right information at exactly the right time. It will be given to you. You don't need to, you won't need to go chasing after it. Because remember, chasing after anything is stress. That's inviting the warrior boy into your life. Stress. The wise old man knows the answer. And he's going to give it to you. But here's the other thing the wise old man does, and this is exactly how your brain works, is it's going to show you the next step, one step at a time. You don't need to know the next 20 steps. It's only fear and worry and stress that makes you feel that you need to know the answers. You need to know where you're going. You need to know where you're going to end up. You don't need to know that. Your wise, the wise old man, your creative brain, knows exactly where you're going. And it knows where you need to go for you to be the best that you can be. And here's the other thing about when you're using your creative brain, when the, when the wise old man is in charge, is you feel safe. You don't need to worry about taking action. So you naturally take action and the right action and you take it confidently. You're not afraid that you're going to do the wrong thing. You do the right thing and you know you're doing the right thing. So the wise old man, because he's showing you the right thing to do, you do it. You're not worried about it being the wrong thing. And he's showing it to you one step at a time. Because here's the other really important thing to understand about the wise old man. You don't actually need to know what to do. You don't need to be shown what to do. What you need is to make sure you're actually doing it. And that doesn't depend on your information. And what you do is not necessarily the result of what you know. You don't need to know. Here's a simple but a silly example. If you're walking down the street you don't need to know that you shouldn't walk on the road to stay safe, that you need to walk on the footpath. So it's not about what you know, it's about what you do. And the funny thing is, what you know often gets in the way. And a really good example of this, some proof of this, is in the Bible. Because in the Bible, it says, Seek first the kingdom of heaven, and everything else will be added to you. Now what is the kingdom of heaven? Well, the Bible actually tells you what the kingdom of heaven is as well. The kingdom of heaven is within you. In other words, it's how you feel. So seek first the kingdom of heaven. Seek first to feel good, which is within you. The kingdom of heaven is within you. And everything else on the outside that you need to be the best that you can be will be added. So how do you do this? Well, again, it tells you. The Bible says, how do you enter the kingdom of heaven? You have to be like little children. And what do little children do? They don't get stressed. They don't worry. They don't try and plan things. They don't gather more information. They just trust. They enjoy the moment. They're not afraid. And they act with trust in the moment. And they enjoy their life. They're happy. 
So you can see this is how information can get in the way, because if you're busy getting more and more information, think of the times when you've done that, and I said this right at the beginning, but think of something that you're working on right now, a problem you've got or a goal you haven't achieved, and think, be really honest with yourself and say, is all the information I'm gathering, is it really getting me, or has it got me to a solution? Has it got me to where I really want to be in my life? Or do I feel a bit better because I feel like I'm on the right track? Look, you're either there or you're not. <laughs> you're either living as the best you can be, living in your natural creative state, using your creative brain, or you're not. You're being, you're being stressed, worried, afraid. That's it. You're either happy or you're not. So the solution is, is clear, isn't it? Rather than seeking more information, what you need to do is learn to create a new habit. A habit of instead of inviting that young warrior in all the time, instead of feeling fear, frustration, anxiety, worry, instead of doing all of that, you need to create a new habit of somehow allowing your creative brain to do its job, of allowing the wise old man to do his job, which is to create the best life possible. And all that is, is creating a new habit. And it's not a habit that many people have. Most people are not doing it, unfortunately, the right way. They're not using their brain the right way. They're continually activating the, the warrior, the fight or flight. They're feeling stressed and anxious, not realizing it's shutting down. It's blocking out the one place where they can find the true solutions to all their problems and to know what, and to, to reach all of the goals they want to reach. In other words, to be the best they can be. So this is a habit. It's about learning to do, create a new habit, not getting more information, thinking the information is going to solve your problem, but realizing it's a different habit that's going to solve your problem. I mean, imagine if you wanted to lose weight, you could read every diet book that exists and you could think, you could see, oh, there's a new course, there's a new book that I could take. I can get some more information about how to lose weight. And it makes me feel a bit better thinking I'm learning about how to lose weight. But all you really need to do is get in a different habit of eating the right foods and stop eating the wrong foods. It really is as simple as that. But of course, like any habit, firstly, it's very simple. But secondly, it's not easy. And it's certainly not easy to start with. It feels uncomfortable. It's different to the way you've already always done it. And your brain is doing things to you. And we'll talk about this in a later podcast episode about how your brain is trying to stop you from creating new habits, habits that are good for you. It's doing it to protect you, by the way. So don't blame your brain. Your brain is perfect, but it's just how you use it that makes all the difference. And you use it in a way based on a habit. You have to get into a different habit. So of course it's going to feel uncomfortable. And of course you're going to not do it right all the time. And you're also you're going to slip up from time to time. It's a bit like, you know, on a diet, you're going to eat that bit of chocolate cake every now and then. We're all human. We all do these things. And of course the other thing about a habit is you don't necessarily see the result straight away. You don't suddenly lose that that weight all at once the day after you go on a diet. But you know, okay, this is the right, I will get there. This is the right path to go down. This is the right habit that I'm developing. And this is what letting yourself off the hook is all about. It's about creating a new habit as to how you use your brain so that you stop 
activating the fight, flight, frustrated, fear-based, trying to get more information, struggle part of your brain, and you allow your creative brain to do its job that it's biologically, naturally designed to do perfectly and without struggle. And when you do that, the right information will find you at the right time. You'll know exactly what to do. And even better, you'll do it. You'll take the right actions rather than doing things that you look back and you say, why did I do that? And when you do that, that's when you'll be living your life purpose, your natural purpose, what you were designed to be. And that is being the best that you can be. This is Liam Naden signing off. Thanks for watching. But before you go, there's some action to take. Hit the subscribe and like buttons and leave your thoughts in a comment below. I'd love your feedback. And if you have friends who you think would benefit from this, please share it with them. Thanks again for your support and stay tuned for more from me, Liam Naden. And remember, you can only reach your full potential when you let yourself off the hook.